Bitch, you better praise God or I'ma shoot and that's on God. I ain't playing by my Lord and Savior. I'm on my job. If you ain't a Christian, I'ma stab you in the face. If it ain't about Jesus, I'ma hit you with this cane. Jesus is the one. Hell yeah, praise Jesus Christ, nigga. Free Palestine, free Tay-K. It's the trap game. Abraham Lincoln, four score and 16 bars ago. R.I.P. Betty White. She ain't dead before when she died, because I know it's coming up. Welcome back to the We Was Righteous podcast. I'm your host, Brandon. I'm your other host, Chanel. And we are back to talk about Righteous Gemstones, episode seven. Listen to this title, Chanel. Burn for burn, wood for wood, strike for strike. That's the name of the I mean, it was all title. about revenge and potentially being avenged. So before we get into the episode, though, we actually have a special guest. Every year, every show we've done, I think we did one episode with a special guest. We had uh, Charmaine from the Militantly Mixed podcast on House of the Dragon. We had Rich Fan from the PW Torch on Succession. And we got my homegirl, Chanel from the, I mean, Chanel, Stephanie from the Mocha Menace podcast. Hey, Stephanie. What's going on? That's so funny. I was like, what? <laughs> too many, too many names, too many names. So <laughs> before we get started, Stephanie, tell the people a little bit about you and about your show. Well, first, hi guys. I am Stephanie. I'm the host of the Mocha Minutes podcast. It is a place where my melanated, beautiful self talks about uh, current events, television, movies, music. I dip my toe in blurdiness because I said I was told I can call myself a blurred, even though I do not read comic books, but I watch all of the comic book entertainment. It has to move. It has to be a, a cute guy in a tight outfit, and I'm here for it. So this is what <laughs> But y'all know that about me. Um, but I'm really excited to be here because I cannot be- I love when I find other Black people who watch this kind of stuff because I'm like, Oh, good. I found some black people who watch Righteous Gemstones. I'm like, because I need, we need to talk about this white people shit. Yes, it's a sleeper. Definitely a sleeper. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. I'm like, I love it. So now, Stephanie, side note, did y'all watch Cloning Tyrone? I haven't watched it yet. I got to watch it. I'm trying to finish up Sweet Magnolias, the show on Netflix. It is so freaking good. And I'm like, it took y'all a, to season two to get Heather Headley to sing on this show. Get out of is my she face. Cast, is she a cast member? Sweet Michael. Yep. Heather Headley is. Uh, I'm like, yeah, I haven't I haven't watched it. I will a whole season without I'm like, oh now y'all getting Heather to sing. She's a tone. Yeah, I'll be doing. I mean, she probably was like, look, don't I can act too. Let them know that. Don't make them think I'm here just to just to sing. <laughs> but um <laughs> speaking of speaking of they clone Tyrone, I actually haven't watched it yet. And the reason why is because like the way that I Lust after John Boyega is un- unacceptable. <laughs> okay. I need to give myself some. It, it I need to like give myself some time to process. Yeah, I'm like I'm too obsessed. I need to because every time I scroll, he just pop right on up, and I'm like, Why are you doing that to me? Why are you? It just doesn't sit right with me that we're not together. <laughs> he looks so different in this movie too. By the way, he's so good. He tries to finer in here. So basically, you're saying I need to watch because uh, Chanel. I'm the same way about him. I'm like, How old is this man? He better be over 21. He's, like, he, oh, he's, he's my age. Wait, I don't know. I mean, she like I know her age. We in the we in the the early nineties club. He's thirty one. Oh, good because I'm in the eighties. I'm, I'm I'll be forty two. This is great. That means yeah, he's no, old he's enough. definitely in the yeah. He's old enough. He seemed like he, he seemed like he nobody wants to. By the way, though, I need to say I need to do this right. His name is John Adidayo Bamidele. 
I dig Boyega. And I re- that's the reason why I'm saying it's full Nigerian names because that's what he just said on this Nigerian video. And I want him to know I'm down and I understand the importance of the culture and I'm willing to learn. I'm willing to have a Nigerian <laughs> wedding. I just need him to understand that I'm just very available. Okay, <laughs> we can move on. We can move on. Mm-mm. Well, yeah, y'all should watch it. It's very good. I feel mm-hmm. the same way about Tiana Paris. So there's that. Yeah, truly, truly. She's fine. Um, by the way, though, I do know it's an instant classic. Like, I know I'm gonna love it, so I'm just gonna watch mm-hmm. it. it like, is, but it's very know. sci-fi. So I brought it up because Chanel said, I mean, because Stephanie says she's a blurred now. And that's a very, mm-hmm. very sci-fi movie. It's like black sci-fi, which I love. Mm-hmm. So okay. It's very okay. sci-fi. Okay, uh, we'll right, definitely so, talk about it. So <laughs> also Chanel, we had a milestone. We have passed 20,000 downloads all time. Thanks, guys. So we got the the 20,000 in less than a year. So it feels great. So thank you, everybody, for listening and subscribing. We really appreciate all of that. We're going to keep moving on. We haven't decided what we're doing next, but Mm. Chanel's got some ideas, and I'm going to, and I like almost all of them except one. But Ooh. I still might even do that one. And I truly don't remember what the ideas are. So that's great. I'm glad he oh, feels that okay. way. Do we get any emails, Brandon? We didn't get any emails. We did get some reviews. We did get some reviews. Okay, Stephanie. I uh-oh. We don't okay, right with that me. one. No, I you know what? You're right. I probably we probably don't have to. I'm gonna I'm gonna read it and you can edit it out if you don't want to give them their um their time. But we were we were asking people for more reviews recently, Stephanie, because somebody mm-hmm. was trying to bring our ratio down. And so um, we got three, four, four new ones in the last week. So grateful for y'all. Thank you. Um, Pamela Heller says, just discovered. This had me laughing out loud a few times. Thank you. So did it have me. I appreciated both hosts' perspectives and insight into the characters. Totally agree that those child actors playing Judy and Jesse were amazingly skilled. Looking forward to next episode. Thank you. We're on the same Thank page. You. Yes. Pa- yes. Paul Lewis, five stars to entertaining podcast. Very entertaining podcast to compliment a very entertaining show. That's a great, that's a great tagline. Enjoy listening. Gives me a chance to enjoy the show all over again. Nice. Mund Oh No said, this is exactly what I want from an episodic breakdown. Thoroughly in depth with opinions, but more importantly, differing opinions. Too many podcasts are just their hosts masturbating their own opinions, which is Thanks. usually the same opinion. The fact y'all Thanks. agree to disagree half the time is worth of three stars alone add one for the numerous clips add one for the hilariously curated but also insightful conversations literally cannot imagine giving this one star only wieners and losers don't like you only weeks and wieners okay. we know the only weeks and wieners okay y'all ready That's for the bomb the only way that would have been right. better if they said wankers instead of wieners i love the yeah. term wankers by the way i think it's a fantastic term see we gotta say wangers wangers is a, a classic Wankers yeah, and muckers. They call people muckers Wankers. over there too. By the speaking of Love Island, which we talked about offline, um, there's Love Island UK is on right now, and mm-hmm. this weekend, uh, two of the black British contestants did this rap, and I've been rapping it all weekend, but like in the British accent, and I don't want to do it on mm-hmm. on here because I it <laughs> no, sounds terrible. But show. but no, like I to- it's so I so love that accent and hearing people say oh. say British words. Okay. So Raider Aaron, who I really think was the person who maybe gave us one, maybe he updated his review. No, that's somebody else. All right, mm-hmm. Raider Aaron. And honestly, this could be my ex. I cannot be sure. How can I be sure? I know a person named Aaron. That could be him. I don't think it is. So one star, hard pass. Neither are good at this. 
neither are good at this despite the fact that brandon has two other prior podcasts i also have two other prior podcasts lots of improv experience on stage stuff brandon has great setup neither are good at this but chanel stands out she is a dumb person that thinks she's smart and loves her own voice said black people can't be racist but i hate her and i'm black Nothing insightful. I like that lady that faked her abduction, stopping for a kid by the road better than Chanel. That was a wow. What the fuck? First of all, was he trying to say say the N word on this show? Yes, of course. Nigga, shut up. (laughs) So, was he trying to say I am racist because I don't like Chanel? Was that what he was trying to say? He He, he don't even know. Yeah, exactly. I think he lost me on that one. Um, I don't agree that we're not good on this. I do agree that I stand out. Uh, I do think I'm smart and I do love my own voice. That is one of my flaws and one of my gifts as well. I can talk a lot, but I also talk a lot. Black people cannot be racist. Black people can hate other black people though. And they can also be Um, anti-black. I also like the lady that faked the abduction. She didn't do nothing to me. So I feel like half of this is, half of this is fine. Half of this is... (laughs) I appreciate you taking the time. Thank you so much. Next time, don't rate us one star, <laughs> but definitely take the time to give us comments. Just put a five star next to it, and then in the comments say one star, because that because that otherwise is confusing. So can I say this? Please, one. Y'all are so hilarious about this. Let me tell y'all something. <laughs> y'all y'all love bringing up Carly. Here's the thing, and I'm gonna leave y'all with this. <laughs> y'all saying that like I don't like this Carly. Lady. She she set black women back. It's easy to opt out of something you never opted in for the first place. Yeah. You don't care about black women. Because if that's the case, ain't no way some woman can get get a three-piece in a restaurant and y'all don't do nothing. There's no way mm-hmm. 80-something thousand black women can disappear and y'all don't care. Y'all don't care. You don't care. It's a whole sorry. podcast she, about it. It's a whole right, It's like, it's a hello. It's like black, black girl, girl missing. Lost. Black is like black girl mm-hmm. lost and black girl missing. There should not be a genre of black girls being being gone if y'all cared. You do not. Y'all literally said like you got to prove that I'm worthy of your protection. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. Well, that? well, that's the that's the racism and misogyny in it because why can't she just be dumb, right? Like why can't right. it just be like wait, wait a minute, hold it. Carly on, was dumb. Carly did something yeah. stupid. Yeah. Why is it like a? Why is it like a? Uh, some uh, some type of thing that's all that's all black women, mm-hmm. <laughs> all black yeah. women. It doesn't well, make why any can't sense. We extend it like this. Sound this woman sounds like she has mental health issues. Why are exactly. you not extending grace to somebody that's mental health? Hey, hi. Let's treat this like a time to kill. Close your eyes. Pretend she's white. <laughs> I would then, just say this. Yo, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I, the reason why I said it doesn't bother me is because like we have to stop selectively choosing the things that we're going to judge the world on because mm-hmm. at any given time there's someone lying about something at any given time there's at least eight more people actually having something happen to them the same exact thing somewhere in the world like and I'm mm-hmm. and that's like downplaying the the you know x factor so I say all that to say like yeah two to three percent of crimes are fake I don't think that she 
I don't think she thought this through. I 1 million percent think she mm-hmm. thought it was going to be local news, maybe. I also heard a YouTube theory that she was trying to get back at her ex about something. And who hasn't mm-hmm. wanted to make their ex think they died to make them feel bad, but they really didn't <laughs> die? Like, who's not? Huh? Everyone's done that. You know what I mean? So I felt that way, right? So mm-hmm. anyway, I mean, I just feel for her because, like, if if anyone on the planet, like, needs the support of these social systems it's us and it doesn't mm-hmm. matter whether we use them well or not like we deserve them we fed into them we help build them and then mm-hmm. also like why can't we just think of this as a drill great job police department you guys did good we're gonna get the next one you know um and the last thing i wanted to add is that i, I listen to i watched natalie lawyer chick on youtube she's a black public defender in maryland actually and mm-hmm. um she talked about how the reality is that most sex trafficking is people coming here from another country and people are paying for their visas or their passports and making them mm-hmm. do sex work to pay off the mm-hmm. payback that money. That's the majority of sex trafficking in this day and age. So the mm-hmm. idea of like somebody grabbing you off the street is a lot less um, normal, but those are the things that go viral because like we love being scared about the one thing or thinking we right. can prepare ourselves for that one thing. So it's right. like, honestly, people people make mistakes every day i think that she did something very stupid but it does mm-hmm. how it could reflect on everyone else doesn't make sense because we know there are dead black girls we know there are missing black girls we know there are missing indigenous women we know that that's mm-hmm. not there's no making that up so like you said Correct. you you're looking for an excuse to opt out and you have it go good for you stay opted out you don't care anyway yeah why can't we just be like the police did a good job for once hey why don't you try doing that every time Every time someone's a black person, a black woman yeah. is missing. Yeah, like, don't you do key, that every time? <laughs> low key, they did not. Homegirl just went home. Like, yeah, like, like, yeah, you're right. Thing. They didn't it's do like, anything. Really do this because I heard the comparison with Jussie. I'm like, let me say this very clear. Um, Jussie was in Chicago. Y'all were talking about the Chicago Police Department, who have <laughs> literally held people and covered it up, ruined the little girl's birthday mm-hmm. party, coming to the wrong address. It's like, wait a minute, this is a crooked system. Um, why y'all not thinking about the cop? What? It's like, uh, wait a minute, all cops are bad or no? It's like, because you can't be like, uh, put her in that system. You mean the system that y'all said is so set up against us and now you don't want her to go back? But that baby needs help, because let's be very clear, the only person that really should be extremely mad and literally about to beat her ass is her fucking mother. Her parents who literally went on national because mm-hmm. she lied the to them. for their baby. Let's be very clear. She mm-hmm. lied to everybody. The only mm-hmm. people that I'm like, the only person that could be mad and who want to like roast her ass on social media, literally is her mama. That's it. Everybody else, y'all can kill it. 100%. 100%. Somebody Good. said that my prayers are wasted. I'm like, if that's how you feel about prayers. Yeah, then it's like, then you, then you a demon and yeah. I don't need you praying. Ooh. Okay. Go <laughs> right. back to the pit. Right. <laughs> Your prayers are too valuable on me, honey. Ooh, it's like, girl, I'm like, I don't want to pay for them. I don't want to pay for that, girl. No. Go back down with the pretty demon. Thank you. <laughs> well, anyway, so we, th- I, thank you so much for spurring this conversation. Um. <laughs> Please, again, leave us five stars and then put the other things in the text so that we can interpret them. Because I really think you meant to say five stars and you did one. But thank you for the review. And fuck you. But we really appreciate all the reviews. Honestly, if you're going to hate listen, yeah, if you want to hate listen, do that. A download is a download, bitch. Thank you. A win is a win. A win is a win. 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 I hate your show. Still beat. We appreciate all the emails (laughs) and all the reviews except that one. Um, and keep leaving this leaving this reviews. You can leave us a review on Spotify or podcast Apple Podcasts. I think Stitcher's gone, right? Isn't it gone this week? 
gone. Yeah. I think Stitcher's gone this That's week. Crazy. So, R.I.P. Uh, Stitcher. Stitcher. You had a nice run. Uh, but now Apple Podcasts and Spotify are monopolizing the world. So, you know, we'll take it as we get it. Uh, but what we're really here for is episode seven of Righteous Gemstones, which I texted Chanel because I thought I was going to be wrong and I was ready to eat crow. I was like, God damn, I hate being on the episode <laughs> one this week. And then I was proven right by the end of the show. And I was oh, like, God. yes, I can come in here and gloat. I can come in here and gloat. How did we get here? So we had a, so Chanel, like, I mean, Stephanie. Is I, can, I can think of a way to twist it. I just want to let you know that. I know, I I know you can. Okay. <laughs> a couple episodes Please ago, we got, it. Into a, we got into a discussion about who was worse, Eli or Maymay. And I said, Eli is way worse than Maymay. And mm. Chanel was like, no, I think May May's messed up. And so I'm like, I'm telling you, she's not that bad. And then this episode, we'll get to it. I was like, oh, no, come on, May May. Don't be doing this, man. Don't make me look bad. And then she came she, she made me nervous. I was like, no, this cannot be real. D- do not. Do not do this. <laughs> do not do this, May May. So we yeah, got some clips. Around. We got some clips. And then Chanel, if I don't get a clip if i don't play a clip that you were expecting just tell me and then i'll play it because i have it all set up here yeah i gotta be honest i just want to read the fucking script out loud this was such a good episode i love this episode like this is good tv and it's funny like the thing i love about the show stephanie is like every character is their character like they write Mm -hmm. them so well Mm -hmm. it's like somebody was just focused on that character and perfecting them because it just feels so authentic and then also Mm -hmm. i was watching Adam Devine stand up and I was just mm. like there's no one else in the world that could have did Kelvin like this there's just no one else I just can't <laughs> think of another actor like he's per- they're so perfect he's- I love him I-, I was like why do I love this so much I'm like I he's love so every irrelevant irre- yes. character I'm like everybody it's like yep. god I love Kelvin so Edie much. Patterson's probably my favorite though well next to baby Billy yeah. no, I mean nobody's better than baby Billy, Billy. It's, it's Baby Billy. You got your baby Billy this episode too. You were scared. A little bit of baby Billy. A little bit. Hopefully we get some more coming down the stretch. Baby Billy. Well, we pray that baby Billy Bible bonkers go to full series order still, no matter what happens. When I tell you, I'm like, why do I love this so much? This is because he's a black uncle. He's a black scammer uncle. Like that's (laughs) he's so familiar. They have to have some black southern people on the writing staff. They have to. They have to. I hope so, because my God, I'm like, there's no way y'all y'all don't. There's so much black southern. I mean, part of southern is part of black southern is southern, like all southern is like part of it, but some of it is very specifically black southern. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's get into this episode. So the show starts off with Judy busting into a pharmacy. Uh, <laughs> and she said, Can I get some medicine? Because my husband has intense body beatings. <laughs> she said, I need some salves and shit. <laughs> yeah, she said, Intense I body rushed. beatings. <laughs> Not body beatings. <laughs> Judy. She please. just grabs, by the way, somebody's prescription meds and walks the <laughs> right. fuck out. <laughs> Ma'am, what are we doing? It's like Judy. they need better security. They need better security. They really do. Sense. <laughs> and she gets in the car. She's basically blaming herself about like what happened with BJ getting his ass whipped. Although he won, so technically, can you get your yeah. ass whipped and still win? I think so. 
Um, yeah, you can get your ass whipped and still win. <laughs> but she doesn't even know that. Like, all she knows is that nigga came home bloody. So yes. she just thinks that she don't know what's going on, but she blames herself for sure. By the way, when she's in that car and she's like, make myself feel good, she starts playing music to feel better. And I was like, she is so relatable. Like when you're just sad and you put the music on, you like, let me just dance until I feel better. That's what she's doing. And then um, obviously the Redeemer comes up behind her and shines the lights. And she, for, I have to ask y'all a question. How do y'all feel about the C word? I'm not, wait, I'm not a white lady. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> okay, agreed. Okay, I do think that's true because that, says, Chanel, that really is a white woman thing. It's so like, offensive to them. They are oh so offensive. Oh my god, girl! That. I'm like, uh, yeah, I don't have it worse means words you can call yeah. me. <laughs> exactly. I don't get. So she goes, "Turn your brights off, you dumb cunt." And I was like, "Yes, casual cunt. Yes, just throw I'm that like, in there." When I tell just you, say that, that no me reason. the hell up. I said, like, "Girl, what is happening?" Because you be cussing me. people out in traffic. Okay. Like, mm, mm, mm. she t- well, she tells no, she said, turns your lights off, it's not Jurassic Park. <laughs> she said, and well, they basically I mean, kidnap her out the car and then run over her car with the monster truck in the middle of the street, uh, and just left it there. And so, then we cut to Kelvin for some reason. Kelvin is at the at Keith's woodworking shop late as fuck at night, it's clearly nobody there. Why is he banging on the door asking for Keith at 9.30 at night at, at a woodworking shop? We um, close at 7, sir. Like, what? The, the, I, I like the wood people, the too, but I forgot to write Wood people. It's like, Keith uh, Chambers. We found out Keith's last name. That was exciting. Keith Chambers. Yeah, because I was like, wait, we getting the whole name? Uh-oh. The wow. coach shows up. Kelvin was basically like, listen, y'all don't want to fuck with me. I trained with the Gracie family. Chanel did not know right. the Gracie family were real people. I didn't know way. who the fuck they were, but I still enjoyed him named Bryce, Roland, Ron. I was like, the yes. Gracie family? <laughs> yeah, Horace Gracie is like the founder of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Like the, oh, not the founder, but mercy. like the guy who's like Adam the best. <laughs> Kelvin, please. Like, what? <laughs> I'm sorry, but he was so serious. He's, if you please go watch it, because he's doing the stances. He's legit. He really he's real. like, He's ready to whoop ass. And as soon as they come at him, oh wait, God, speak God. up, Stephanie. I can't hear you. Oh, sorry. That's because I'm moving around. Literally, he reminds me of the brother from 51st Dates who was like, like doing like vanity workouts but can't fucking fight. No, what he looked like, what he looked like was when when Fred Sanford and R. Esther get in an argument and Fred Sanford <laughs> acts like he wants to punch him and he starts going like this. And you are so him. silly. That's what he looked like. No, he looked legit, y'all. He was about to, he was going to whoop that ass. But they all, the thing that they did very strategically was Mm -hmm. they all had long range attack options. So they didn't have to combat none of them. They just grabbed them and like had stuff ready. So yes, I was just, Kelvin had me, and then it's. Did he be pepper spray? Is that what happened? Yeah, I think so. That's what I'm saying. And as soon as they grab him, he screams at the top of his voice. And that's why I'm like, who else is screaming like that? It's so funny. He's basically the white Kevin Hart. I just realized why. <laughs> that's who he is. You gonna smack me, bitch? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's in front of my friend. That's him. That's him. That's him. Oh my then god. Then we get Jesse, and Jesse's in the parking lot. He's coming. It's he's coming from a long day work at church, and mm-hmm. uh, what's his name? Uh, Chuck. What is the other cousin's Chuck. name? Chuck. It is Chuck. 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 Yeah, Chuck. Chuck is like waiting for him. 
and he's like, "Hey, come hang out. Let's get let's hang hang out in the town without the other sibs." And Jesse clearly knows what the fuck is up, so he's like, "Hold on, I gotta get something out of my car," and pulls out his pistol. <laughs> and the next thing you know, all the other guy. people in the cult kind of drop from different places in the garage to surround him. And then, because Chanel wants to hear this, he gets <laughs> shot do. in the ass by Dart, and then this happens. Kill all of us here in the church parking lot. Hey, get the fuck back! Go! Back up! Yeah! Yeah! Oh! Shit! Ow! Oh. Jim, motherfucker. Boy, don't you? Is it well fucking you? And find some man here. Is it well? Is it good? Is it bad? Brandon, please help me translate. He says, you motherfuckers, and I just need to know. <laughs> what do you else do you think he said? I don't know what he was trying to say. <laughs> uh, does, I looked at, I turned the closed caption on, and it just said babbling. It really did. <laughs> I thought it was just mine. I was like, now, what's he really couldn't hear? Like, seriously, what the heck is he saying? Don't like babbling, girl. He is so good. I am. I don't have any sound. I am deaf. What you? What babbling? What does that mean? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, you would definitely miss that if you were deaf for sure. It was like babbling. I'm like, girl, what? <laughs> and then we get one of my favorite scenes of the show. They get brought next time you see them after the credits. Um, the title, the title slide. They're in like a water tower uh, of mm-hmm. some sort on the compound, and they all got pillowcases on their head and tied up. And they bring Jesse in, and then we get this. And we'll play most of the scene. We can stop in between if you want. So stop me if you need to, Chanel or Stephanie. Okay. Shit! I'll kill you. I'll rip your assholes out, and eat it, and kill you. God damn it! Get these pillowcases off our fucking faces! I'm thirsty. Tommen, Judy, what is this? Man, I have no clue. These fucking animals snatched me right out my whip. Yeah, <laughs> Right out of my whip. <laughs> <laughs> Ma'am, beauty, please. This is a Wendy's. Cousins. Fucking betrayer Chuck was waiting for me. Ambushed me in the fucking gemstone parking lot. The cousins? What the fuck? I have no clue. I figured out the part about the cousins being involved. Maybe y'all can find some fucking clues, too. I got it (laughs) 20 minutes before you did. All right, Kelma, that's plenty of time to ask a simple what the fuck is happening. Let me guess. You were just sitting there quitting, giving up. Okay, I'm in no mind space to be teased right now. And the reason I quit is because no one in church believed in me, Jesse, including you. Are y'all really just sitting in here talking about church work? We have been kidnapped, you fucking bitches. No, duh, (laughs) Judy. And for your information, it's not called kidnapping when it's adults. It's an abduction, you dumbass. You know what, Jesse? Puke on yourself and eat it, please. (laughs) Calvin! So here comes Uncle Wait, wait, hold on, wait. Can you play one more second? Is that you in here screaming like a woman? Yeah. Please don't hurt us. <laughs> that scene was fantastic. When so I tell Tina... you, I'm over here yelling at them like, are you fucking church where I'm going to be kidnapped? Wait, what? I didn't I think about that. I'm working for the Lord in this moment. 
pick a different time. <laughs> Read the room. <laughs> yeah, they their dynamic persists even when they're kidnapped. Like when even when they're abducted, they still are cussing each other out. Like that, like I said, the commitment to the characters is everything. When it's she says immaculate, puke on yourself and eat it, please. Well, what that's worse than succession they don't even get that like that's a better zinger that we see from the Roy, the Roy <laughs> children. so good uncle peter what the yes. fuck are you doing well jesse we're gonna ransom you to your daddy for money you fucking montgomery's are so low we're family well them's the breaks jesse we've been handed some tough breaks ourselves over the years maybe it's mm. about time y'all experience some too man shut up chuck you deserve this life, dude, living in the woods with a bunch of incels, gazing into each other's dick holes. You suck, <laughs> Chuck. Big Carl, I can't see you because I got this bag on my head, but I can smell you. You better do something to stop this. If you don't, we ain't gonna be cousins no more. No more being cousins, Big Carl. Wow, Carl. That must really hurt. <laughs> <laughs> This is my favorite part. They just start kicking in synchronized kicks <laughs> left and right at the air as if they're coming towards them, but no one's coming towards them. <laughs> Not a one. But they all start at the same time. Like they're 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 still family. Like this just speaks to me in a dysfunctional way because they have the same defense mechanism. So as they're kicking, they're just like, "Come on, come. why why would he come at you? And also, why would your kick land and they can see you and you can't?" I just love the logic behind it. I love how much they fucking hate each other, but they are always in sync. It's actually kind of mm-hmm. yeah. So. Then they cut back to the compound, the Eli uh, gemstone compound. The family is starting to realize that they're gone. He shows up at the at his job. And wait, sees wait, sorry. Truck. Wait, uh, G- uh, Amber says, "Have you seen your uh, daddy? Your dad's missing." And Ponches goes, "Sweet." <laughs> <laughs> Ponches has a whole tattoo in his face, by the way. It's so, oh, it says "blessed." <laughs> screaming. Uh, it's like Kelvin Ke- Keith like picks up some dirt and smells it. To act like that's how he re- realized Kelvin's gone. <laughs> Not that his truck is just sitting there with nobody in it. Uh, BJ's calling Judy, and he thinks Judy's like out seeing somebody else. And he's like, "If you're out seeing someone else, I'm gonna leave." And with while he's holding a frozen bag of peas on his eye, because his eye is still swollen. Um, oh, but he says, he- uh, "I'm I'm I'm gonna leave. Well, I might not be here. Call me, okay." <laughs> It's BJ. <laughs> That's who he is. Yeah, it's, it's BJ. And he still has his earring in. On a lawn uh, in front of a naked ass man who literally all the all the neighbors were like, are they? He's naked. This man came out with his wanger out to beat some ass on the lawn. And you mad that he literally beat his ass after he tried to beat his? Like what? <laughs> naked ass whooping. Wanger. He just sent a crazy ass video <laughs> to Eli with like Eli's face as like an animated picture with like blood dripping down it with pictures of the kids behind him, like getting kidnapped and shit. Uh, so then Eli calls Peter. Peter has a ridiculous ass ringtone for like a cult leader. It's like some happy jovial, like some stupid ass ringtone like that. Peter tells Eli he ruined his life and he's going to make you pay. He's going to be 5 million a kid. That's $15 million <laughs> as if Eli can't count. <laughs> 
Eli immediately goes mm-hmm. outside and yells at May May, talking about acting like she's in on it. And it's like, what are you doing? You know exactly what happened. May May's like, it's your it's your spoiled ass kids. They're probably trying to get some money up out of you. Like it's not us. Um it's not me. And they get into an argument back and forth about whose kids is worse. And May May's like, I'm not gonna sit here and let you talk about me like that. I'm getting the fuck out of here. Wait, and but hands down, whose kids are worse? Just off the top of your head. The gemstones are worse, but because they had all the privilege, the other kids didn't have no privilege. Um, they grew I would up say in this. a church with no house. Only, only Jesse. So only Jesse has put a hit out on another person. So that's only one third. Both of these kids have kidnapped somebody. Well, they- so that's. Two, yes, two, two, two halves, adult abducted. That's two halves. So 100% versus 33%. I'm going to say they made kids. But they were abducted because their daddy made them do it. The gemstones do all they shit on their own. These kids are clearly uh, got some daddy issues. Well, they all got parent That's, issues. I, exactly. Yeah. No, I th- <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it's funny because when you look at it, like, you would think that the, the poor cousins, the Montgomery's, are the ones who are, like, just more meek and more, like, you know, wholesome. But the reality is, like, money doesn't, money isn't the only thing that makes you evil, I guess I would say. And so, I think like, Big militia- Carl's kind of wholesome. I think he's just kind of Carl the- is obviously wholesome. Yeah. He's yeah. a hero think- at the end of the day. He just does whatever his daddy tells him. Until, right, and until his brother now. too. Yeah, yeah, brother, but I yeah. just don't want to. Um, but I just don't want to gloss over the whole militia thing. <laughs> like that's well, very yeah. intense. <laughs> they are the branch Davidians. Uh, oh, Eli's boy. like, you ain't going nowhere, and the cops pull up. Mm-hmm, and so, mm-hmm. smart man, because she was like, I'm getting out of here. He's like, bitch, no, you're not. What the? You, are you in on this? So then they go back to the compound. And I have this scene because Jesse was on his. Acting the ass here. Filthy as fuck in here. Chicken doo-doo's getting all ground into my fucking seduction dress. Her seduction dress is fantastic. That is such a fantastic What the hell is a seduction dress? (laughs) Something with with frills on it. Something with lace. have mercy. How can you eat in this dirty-ass heat, Jesse? God dang. Because after I finish eating this orphanage food, I'm a what is orphanage, orphanage food? food? <laughs> we is you know that? what orphanage food is. It's anytime it's food like is terrible. <laughs> Basically, it's because it, like, I'm sitting here perfect. like, what is it? Like, let me find out. And when that door opens and the little one walks in, I'm gonna slay him, cut his fucking face off, and wear it as a mask. And I'm gonna walk <laughs> out of here, hotwire the redeemer, smash every fucking thing I can in here, and escape. How's that sound? <laughs> Of course, this nigga would think that's how it's gonna play because he watched movies. (laughs) Jesse is literally the gift that keeps on fucking giving. Because I'm like, first of all, orphanage food. I'm like, what the fuck is he eating? He was eating that shit like it was delicious, though. He was scraping. He was like, I need energy because I'm about to bust out this place. Like, what? There is no way you'd fit that man's face over your gigantic face. Calvin drops his food. 
time. Serves you right, trying to argue with me. Fucking fat face, that you little bitch. You know, literally, that's the thing that pisses me off the most about you two. Every single fucking time I suggest anything, you two are so eager just to jump down my throat, punch holes in my shit. Oh boy, like you're not trying to always argue with us. You're constantly acting like we're gonna mess everything up. You do mess everything up. Name one fucking thing. Your fucking marriage. <laughs> he even sticks his tongue out like a child. And uh, of course he does that. Up. And Kelvin tries to leave. He wants to be in his own silo. These kids are off the chain. Militia <laughs> people. Militia people. Militia. He was like, can I get my own my own jail? My own holding cell? Because I don't want to be here with y'all. And but that matches the dynamics from before, right? Like Kelvin's a sensitive one. Judy and Jesse don't mind arguing back and forth, but Kelvin's like, please leave me out of it. It's just hilarious. And then later when they come in, Jesse's trying to take a doo-doo and he's in this, he's right there by the door. I'm like, the fact that they thought to put that in there, genius. They're so funny. By the way, the, I forgot to say this earlier. The name of their militia is the Brothers of Tomorrow's Fires. That's the name of the militia group. Brothers what does it thing say Fires. at the bottom again? It said like it no. It says non-decor comma duco. Oh my I don't God. know what that means. That means I am not led, I lead. Oh my God. That's on the <laughs> coat of the Brazilian city of Sao Paulo. Huh, interesting. Yeah, tell you what, what I find hilarious is that they had like they put plooping or plopping when he was pooping. I'm like, I'm sorry. Yeah. I am that. What the hell is plopping? What? Yes. I, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. That level of detail. Huh. Huh. Okay. So then Eli's with the cops. He's basically like, look, man, they're a private militia. They got my kids. Like, what 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 are we gonna do about this? The cop was basically this was so funny because this was I felt like, yo, the cops talking to this rich white man like this? Cause the cop was basically like, fuck y'all want me to do. Maybe he's gonna let them go. <laughs> Maybe they're gonna let Literally. them go. <laughs> he's like, trust me, like, they're what? so annoying. They'll be back here soon. And so, like, why did he on birth of this scene? Why was he acting like maybe it's the scheme that Todd brought back the kid and heard the bullshit? I'm like, why y'all on birth in this scene? <laughs> I mean, the truth is though, like, as Brandon said, they're not great people. Like, nobody's mm -hmm. thinking, oh, like if Gideon got kidnapped, we'd be concerned, right? Like, it's right. that kind of thing. Yeah. So, I just love that, like, <clears throat> the I definitely was surprised by that, but I also was not like, in a disagreement with her, I was like, she's right. They might just let them go because they're annoying. The cop asked, asked BJ, does his face have anything to do with this? Oh. And, and BJ was like, we can leave my personal life out of this. Oh, yes. Yeah. Focus on the so victims, funny. please. Baby Billy life. and Tiffany bust in the house and they got Lionel in a in a fucking um stroller. Stroller. And they just <laughs> roll the stroller down the hallway, all the way to the, right to the fucking wall. To come in the talk. Lionel's in there crying, and baby Billy's like, Calm down, Lionel. Ain't nobody gonna take you. <laughs> <laughs> the way that they keep like Lionel, who we never know if he'll speak or not, the way that they keep being like, Oh, Lionel feels left out. And it's like, Lionel's not communicating with you. So either, <laughs> is that how you feel or is that how you want Lionel to feel? feel. He, he's not a voting member of this body at this point in time. Baby Billy's wearing a white turtleneck. 
with a, a baby blue blazer and, and mm. glasses, sunglasses. <laughs> Tiffany comes in with like these voodoo doll type things. I don't, they're not voodoo dolls, but they kind of like that salad doll. They're supposed mm-hmm. to be like versions of Jesse and uh, Kelvin and Judy. So he hands them to, hands Jesse, he has Judy doll to uh, BJ. He has Jesse to Eli. And he, I mean, sorry, he has Kelvin to Eli and Jesse to uh, Amber. And they were they basically said thank you, but they looked at her like she kind of crazy. Although I think Tiffany's, I told Chanel this before that Tiffany's like one of the sweetest ones on the show. She's so innocent. I um, like her. She's probably one of my faves, other than the siblings fighting. But the fact that he said, "Yeah, get the the, the voodoo dolls," I'm like, so y'all recognize that this is voodoo, and you're like, "Here, take this voodoo doll." Like, baby Billy. <laughs> Baby Billy runs next to Amber and talks to Eli and says, listen, Eli, look, we don't want Jesse to die. But if he does die, we had an agreement <laughs> on Baby Billy's Bible bonkers. And Eli has no fucking clue what the hell he's talking about. <laughs> and, and Tiffany's like, dog, what are you doing, Baby Billy? This is not the time. I, mean, I don't this think is- this is the time. I don't think we should bring this up. This is not the time. I'm waiting for this grudge match is going to be king kong versus godzilla with baby billy and eli get into a fucking fight i cannot wait for this i can't wait for y'all I, be in smacking down because he gonna beat his ass <laughs> by the uh, baby billy's scrappy though by the way with these voodoo dolls y'all notice like the heads were bar soap <laughs> like it's like a dove a dove soap bar with carpets on it or whatever it is but that's what it looks like it is so stupid and then branches for the arms and tinfoil for the bodies it I like know, whoever thought of that i want to know baby billy, i want to know baby billy's still selling that holy water that's what i want to know okay. i need that call it back co- it cured my covid they they when you said when keith shows up like you said they go that's there's chief not as yeah chief, chief. Not, <laughs> what like, like i'm like and gary is like i think his name is keith <laughs> no he says heath with an h I like heath i thought they were saying Heath. i'm like wait a minute time out i'm not knowing how to pronounce this man's name but think about it kelvin just is like this is my friend that's who true. are brought from the the devil worshippers? They do not <laughs> hang out with Keith. Like Keith is not there for Sunday dinner. Like he's not. You know, he's just kind of that is extra, true. So yeah, that yeah. But you know how but they really say it? Pre- they say it like the black religious mom when his when their like twelve year old daughter or thirteen year old son mm-hmm. got a boyfriend or a girlfriend, and they're yeah. like, "This is this is Jordan's." friend little, yeah little friend <laughs> his friend. little friend his little friend <laughs> like that type of thing that's how they say and, keep uh, talk about and, keep and amber wanted to leave him out but bj's like you're like kelvin doesn't have a significant other in any sense friend or not to be there to hold his doll so he's like yeah and i appreciate that keith came because keith loves his bro i love keith and his little yeah. turtle i'm like first of all <laughs> how do you not feel the air i swear every time i think about keith i'm like he is so adorable he looked like he would run through a brick roll for <laughs> kelvin and i live for it yes back at the compound uh they are running around the monster truck just tearing up shit uh they talk about what are we gonna do with all that money peter and somebody was like how about we poison the water supply of a liberal city and then yeah. someone, and then someone else says, "Or how about we blow up one of them five G towers?" <laughs> they said we and, can do all of it. 
And so then they cut into the uh, water tower and the kids is trying to escape. And Judy's trying to climb this broken ass ladder. She can't climb it. And Kelvin goes, man, if I wasn't malnourished, I would have just flipped up there and climbed out of here. And they was like, nigga, you can't do that shit. What the fuck are you talking about? And Kelvin was like, what, you don't think I got the hops? <laughs> like he's playing basketball. <laughs> you don't think I got the hops? And he's like, watch this. And so they all step away. He's like, can y'all clap for me? And so they start doing a slow clap to pump him up. <laughs> and, and Kelvin gets like all in the zone and he runs up, tries to do like a running up the wall, like on Street Fighter. And he does literally mm-hmm. like the shortest flip in the world, like probably two feet off the ground. It flips and falls right on his face. And it was so ridiculously funny. It was and definitely ridiculous. The cousins come to get the kids to lead the sermon. They're like, we about to have church. Because, of course, on the on the cult uh, compound, they still got to have church. Uh, and so the kids come out to lead the sermon. And they are awful at this, by the way. They are horrible ministers. Uh, How are they so bad? <laughs> so like, bad. We don't have no sound system. How are we supposed to sing? Oh, I guess worship cancel because we ain't got no sound system. Girl, what the heck is happening? They just sit up there arguing yeah. with each other. At one point, Jesse says, we're so used to being up high looking down on our congregation. It's a gift that we're all on the same level today. No, that's Kelvin. <laughs> Kelvin starts uh, Kelvin there, but, that- I mean, Kelvin has the most potential because Kelvin at least puts sentences together. If Judy don't okay. have, like, and then it made me, because when Judy started singing, she sounded terrible, and I was so confused. So I'm like, Judy, you seem like you could, you could sing a little bit. Like, Correct. it was just a very much of a fall off. And so then yeah. Peter comes up and he gives a speech about fear and he's much better than all three of them at this. Mm-hmm. And then he pulls out that rattlesnake again out of the box and starts putting it in their faces and this rattlesnake's not biting them and then, you know, they cut away. So him and that fucking rattlesnake is a problem. That thing gonna bite somebody by the end of the season. This is the second time. Shows usually do things in threes. So I, I mm-hmm. think we'll see it again. Explain to me the purpose of y'all literally testing God with a rattlesnake. I'm like, y'all came, no boa constrictors, no spiders, not a scorpion, a (laughs) rattlesnake. To be clear, though, white people be bored. So he's like, why not rattlesnake? Like that just that's that's why rattlesnake. I'm like, can I talk? When y'all at the white people meeting, can y'all just put that put a suggestion box in the question box and say, why the fuck do y'all keep testing like God with a rattlesnake? Yeah, not why? a snake with no teeth, a rattlesnake. <laughs> a rattlesnake. I'm like, do it with a uh, lion. Go steal one. Then Eli calls. Uh, they cut back to Eli calls Peter. That he got all his uh, all his finance people there, his laptops ready. Like he's about to wire his money. Maymay's like, don't pay that nigga. And so Eli gets in the call and he's like, look, Peter says, your kids are spoiled and you should have raised them better. They can't even give us church. Uh, and so Eli was like, listen, Peter, you used to be a sweet man. I think that's still somewhere down deep inside you. I ain't paying you shit. And hangs up the phone. E- Peter starts throwing shit, throwing the, picks the trash can up over his head, slams it on the ground. One of the cult members was like, you know what you need to do? You need to make them pay you. We need to kill one of them hostages. And he's like, if you don't got the balls to do it, basically, I'll do it. I'll do it for you. I can take care of it. Uh, and they cut to Carl, and Carl looks uncomfortable. Carl's like, yeah, I don't, I don't want no parts of this. But he don't say nothing because, you know, he can't. He don't really want to speak up to his daddy. 
but he basically looking like, I don't want no parts of this. I thought we were just, he, he almost seemed like, I thought we was just playing and we're going to mm-hmm. give him back essentially. But he don't really understand how serious it's gotten. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think he would go along with it either if his dad wasn't like, because he, I, I think thinking about how that man raised him, he knows his dad has a good heart. So it makes sense to me that Big Carl doesn't take it seriously, but then also doesn't make sense to me because they literally live in an active militia. <laughs> so I don't know why he's behind the times, but I'm glad that obviously we're glad in the end that he like has that doubt. So then they go back to the kids. Calvin's trying to take a shit, but he can't. Uh, they ask Jesse, what the fuck's up with your face? And Judy says, it looks like your sideburns are shitting down your face. And he basically got uh, dyes his sideburns. So they're starting to like gray out. Um, Peter comes in and tells them Eli didn't pay. He's like, did daddy pay? And Peter's like, no, he ain't fucking pay. So we're going to kill one of y'all after service. Uh, and tells them Eli loves money more than his family. Which is, I don't know if that's true, but they probably believe that uh, at this point, mm-hmm. uh, knowing them. And so then they cut back to them praying. And this scene was so ridiculous. So I got to play this. Dear Heavenly Father, please watch over Jesse, Judy, and Kelvin and bring them back safely to us. Mm. Please also bring swift justice to those who have endangered our loved ones. Smite them, Lord hurt them and also help them to find the light in their hearts to return them to us unharmed and please forgive me for thinking that judy was catting around when really she was just abducted please dear lord help kelvin to find some sanitary wipes with aloe he chafes real bad and a burnt rectal from cheap teepee could make him very despondent and if you don't bring them back (laughs) i just pray dear lord that you give us the strength to do the things that we was going to do when they was alive like Bible bunkers. These things we ask in your name. Amen. Amen. What is wrong with baby Billy, yo? <laughs> Why are they like this? They like, like <laughs> smite them, Lord. Wait, what? Not catting around. Not like, forgive me for thinking she yes. wasn't doing something. She is catting around. Honestly, the smite me though, kind of, I kind of got, I was kind of like, I. she's cooking. Because <laughs> sometimes you got to pray against somebody. I'm not going to lie. It's like, mm. <laughs> so then May May gets a call. Uh, somebody's calling her phone. So she walks out to take the call. And we don't know who it is at this point, uh, but it looks suspicious. It sounds like she's talking to one of the kids, uh, but we don't know what she's up to. And Gideon is because he's the wheel man. He just hangs out in the car nonstop. He don't need to come in the house no more. He's just chilling in the fucking uh, escalator. He's just being a call. He's like, I'm going to go in here. Like, call me. I, call me when you want yeah, to no, come I, in I, I do think, though, he was actually camping out. Like, I think he knew. Like, I feel like, like Gideon's been here before. He, that nigga went to Hollywood. You know, he was a prodigal mm-hmm. son. He had some real life experience. So he's probably the only one with some sense because he didn't, he like, he also tried to set them up to get money. His like daddy trying to do to his own money. kidnapping. So <laughs> and he learned a lot from that. That's what I'm saying. He has a criminal mastermind, but also he's mm. a good boy now. I just want to say, though, like, it's kind of like he did a rum springer, like he's uh, Amish, like he got his his independence and he decided to come back. But everybody mm. else has been a gemstone forever. So, like, right. their minds are messed up. So he's the only one like, where is she about to go? Because I'm Aime, I don't trust her fully. Um, yeah. So she gets in her car and pulls off and uh, Gideon kind of trails behind her 
like so she can't see her, but that he can catch up to her. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they cut back to the kids, and Kelvin was kind of lamenting that he should have uh, had Keeps back, and he didn't. And Judy starts to lament that he feels bad about what she did to, excuse me, what she did to BJ. And the last time they talked, you know, it was all fucked up, and she don't want that to be the last time that they talked to each other. And Jesse says the same thing about being mean to Amber, which we talked about last week. He was mean as shit to Amber at that girl for no reason at all. Yeah, it was not, uh, not okay. And, and then Jesse starts saying, I'm the only one with a real family. And I don't want my kids to grow up with no, he says, I don't want my kids to grow up with no parents like them Disney movies. I don't want my kids to be Bambi. <laughs> Honestly, he's right, though. Because doesn't every Disney movie open with a parent dying? Like, he's not wrong. Correct. And so the kids basically make the case for each other as the easiest to kill. And they start with Kelvin. And then they, Judy's like, well, hopefully they don't come and kill me because they'll be really fucked up that they just come in and kill the only woman. And Jesse's like, right. oh, Peter's a crazy person. The fuck? That's probably what he will do. Uh, and they say, well, actually, it should be you, Kelvin, because, you know, you're the weakest or whatever. And then they both say, actually, they should kill Jesse because he's the biggest and the toughest, and they want to get him out the way. And Jesse takes this as a compliment. He starts tearing <laughs> up. He's like, oh, y'all really think this about me? I, all my life, that's all I wanted is for somebody to look at me that way. And then he's, uh, and Judy says, listen, if, they, if he when, when Uncle Peter comes in here and kill you, just know for the rest of our lives, we will try to avenge you. And Jesse's <laughs> like, y'all do that for me? Like, y'all the best. He's like, listen, I got one thing to ask. Oh that y'all God. take care of my wife and kids. Actually, I need to play this because this was Please, so funny. Yes. Please, I do. agree. Don't turn out okay. You do get on our nerves, Jesse, but... Oops, too far. He ain't following any sort of rules about ladies and men's. I mean, he might try to kill you because he thinks you'll be the easiest. No, it's obvious. Sorry, Kelvin, but you would be the easiest to kill. It's, like, clear. Uncle Peter was just like, roll up in here, shoot you right in your ace. No, he wouldn't. You know, I kind of could see that, that you would just shut down mentally because you're so terrified that you would just silently roll over and uh, tearful pull down to the jeans. Dumb. Obviously, he would kill Jesse first. You know what? I get that. Kill the biggest one because he's tough to handle. <laughs> yep. Y'all really think that? Mm-hmm. I've wanted people to see me that way my entire life. Thank you for seeing me that way. I know I get on y'all's nerves, always riding you and shit. It's just because I feel like somebody needs to make sure everything's gonna turn out okay. You do get on our nerves, Jesse, but if you get killed by Uncle Peter, I promise we will try to avenge you. Y'all would do that for me? Yes. Absolutely. Take care of my wife and kids. Say what? What's that? Make sure that my wife and kids have a good life. Watch after them. Yeah, I feel like your kids are old enough to take care of themselves. I mean, it's a big ask. <laughs> you know what I mean? We don't know what our schedules are. Man. All right, well, assuming your schedules were free, would you help raise my children in my honor? Yes. Yes. Assuming our, our schedules, schedules are, are clear and there's nothing else pressing. I love you, too. <laughs> Conditional... <laughs> Conditional not as long as our schedules are free. I cannot with them. They get Terrible. on my nerves. Like, hold on, they are adults. I think they could take care of themselves. I'm like, here's the thing. I was like, points are made. I, mean, I don't know. 
Mm-mm. The more I watch this show, this is so much like a comedic, like Succession is kind of a dark comedy. It's like a dark comedy drama, but this mm-hmm. is like almost like a mocking of Succession. Like these kids are like Southern extreme versions of the Roy kids, <laughs> just like, like ridic- more ridiculous, but in some ways not nearly as ridiculous. And mm-hmm. like some ways these are more relatable than the Roy kids, as ridiculous as they are on this show. Um, but they're very similar in how they are with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but I actually think they love each other more than those kids did, which is interesting. Um, so then we get the last sequence of the show back at the compound. They start singing at church. Everybody's singing the song, even the even the gemstones singing it while they tie it up. Gideon sneaks in and gets in the Redeemer. Uh, mm-hmm. And they come to the door. And Jesse's like, listen, I don't want y'all to remember me like this. We're going to be biting faces and everything I could do to get out of here. You said biting faces, bite, biting dicks. Yeah, biting faces and biting dicks. It, but it turns out... Dicks was on the menu of biting. I mean, if the you want to take a... You gotta if go you want to take a man wait, down, I, that's the easy way. That's what I'm saying. I'm sitting here like, wait a minute, how the pants coming? I'm like, so basically, you, are you biting them through the jeans? Because I feel like you're going to break some teeth. Do what you got to do. You know what? You're right. You're right. But it wasn't it wasn't Uncle Peter. It was Big Carl, and Big Carl's like get, he's like Ma, I called Mama. He goes, I called Mama. Let's get the fuck out of here. So they start sneaking off, uh, and then they get they get cut off by Uncle Peter and Chuck, and he's pointing a gun at him. And Maymay's like, Man, this nigga not about to do shit. Y'all keep going. And he points mm-hmm. his gun at him, and he's like, you know, and and Maymay's like, listen, I'm taking them. We're leaving. Chuck, come with me. And Chuck was like, no, I'm not no coming. No mama. No mama. No mama. And he decides to stay with Peter. Peter Peter can't shoot May May. So he tells Chuck to do that shit. He's like, you shoot her. I'm trying to figure out why he couldn't do that. I'm like, you kill your mama. Wait a minute. You ask him. Wait a minute. Y'all saw religious. Peter, Peter's not really a killer. He's really not. He's not about that life. He really is not. Yeah. He accidentally shot somebody as they were shooting at him. And that, like, he definitely did not go into that um, robbery trying to kill everybody. Like, we clearly know that. He was right. a great guy, like, Bible thumper beforehand. So I do think that, like, they kind of call his bluff the same way that mm-hmm. when the militia niggas were like, oh, we just going to kill them anyway, just to prove a lesson and kill one of gemstones. Like, mm-hmm. even before the scene we just saw, he was, we already knew he was, like, not 100% into it. But he also, here's the, here's the issue. You're with a bunch of crazy folks who are like, everyone has a gun. Mm-hmm. People are willing to poison water supplies. So when you decide to like kind of back down, the mob is already moving forward with violence. So it's like Peter right. kind of, I think, realized he would lose control fully if he like disagreed. But then that's because nobody else is watching him, just his kids. It's a lot to kill your your kids mother in front of them like for money you know what i mean it's like that's a right. lot so i feel anyway yeah, and also it's worse maybe, to tell you it's worse to tell it's you it's like no i will not have this stain <laughs> yeah. of sin on my soul you right do it. <laughs> no but he, i think he, it's like but what eli said though i think does speak to something he said like i know you still got good in your heart and but it looked I like chuck it, was about to do it but yeah, before getting Gideon mm-hmm. rolled up with the Redeemer and ran them off so that they could get Chuck away. Chuck was thinking about it, yep. So Gideon, like, we, you, you knew Gideon was coming with the Redeemer, right? Like, we all knew that. But yeah. I kept thinking, and now, 
and now. Okay, and, and he just wouldn't come. I was like, when is Gideon coming? And then he came at the very I last say, minute. I, like, I was okay, not now. expecting the Redeemer. It's like, I literally forgot about it until it popped up. And I was like screaming like, yeah. Oh, like, well, oh hell i'm like now i want to go watch some monster truck shows right now exactly no that was amazing <laughs> okay two things about the truck one is the only reason i knew is because when gideon was sneaking around he was by a big tire and for mm. a split second he looked up and you realize that's when i realized it was a redeemer but it was in shadow and the okay. second thing i don't know if we mentioned when they were playing around with the monster truck in the beginning and they hit that cow for no for no reason did you catch that when the <laughs> no, militia was just not. driving around in the very beginning when they were just running around for no reason smashing stuff there was a cow just on the side and it just kept being crazy and eventually it ran right over the cow and i was like why <laughs> sometimes it's happening right now sometimes i look at white people shit and i just be like i don't get this white people shit but it does look fun to just like get it in the monster so truck fun. and just yeah. smash it. <laughs> like, like that looks like a lot of fun. I'm like, let's go. Let's go on the monster <laughs> truck. Where are we going? That yeah, was like a lot that. of fun. So Gideon just started fucking everything up. He chases them off. He just started running through barns, runs over like a, a windmill, just starts destroying the whole compound. May May and the kids run to their car and they try to peel off. They get cut off by these dudes in uh four wheelers. <laughs> when they get out, they start pointing their guns to them. Right before it looks like shit was about to go down, here comes Gideon with the Redeemer again, runs over all the four-wheelers, makes the way so they can get out, and the kids um, and the kids get out and they make it. And that's the end of the episode. This was an excellent episode. It was so good. I'm like, see, I had messaged Brandon about last week's episode. I'm like, let me tell you something. I was not <laughs> expecting a man, one, we seen full frontal dick, on a show. This is why I fucking love this show. I'm like, yes, put them dicks on the glass. I'm tired of seeing titties and puss. Put some dicks on the glass, okay? Sister, it's like we are on the same page. Thank you. Because I'm like, thank you for putting I was like, so the fact that he got out and went out his whole ass house with his dick hanging out. Mind you, the people were chucking the pearls like with BJ beating ass. I'm like, so did y'all miss the naked ass? I don't know I don't know. So I was I was listening to Levitar's show, one of my favorite sports shows, and they were talking mm. about last week's episode. And they really? and here's and here's what I want. This is what they brought up. They thought uh Dan was talking about he was watching it with his wife, and his wife said said exactly what you and Chanel just said that they finally show some male nudity, which was mm-hmm. good, full frontal. But she mm-hmm. said um Steve was jacking off when he walked in. And he, she said, it would have been funnier if he was actually hard while he was beating uh, BJ. Oh, yeah. <laughs> true, 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 true. <laughs> you're right. I was I like, wait a minute, that thing that. look a little. It's like I don't think I'm ready to watch like a actual hard dick in a scene. I'm like, yeah, I'm not, not ready. Turn it to I'm the not quite ready. It's, yeah, exactly. I'm porn. not quite ready. Nah. And so then they got into, then they started talking about, um, and then they started discussing. Well, would getting in the would getting in the fight make you go down, or would you be more excited because your adrenaline is rushing? See like, what would happen in real life? Questions and answers because I would think that you would stay a little bit. I'm so, like honestly, I'm surprised no no jizz came out. Like no no you know no pre cum no pre cum came out. Like I'm like I had questions. I'm like one white old white lady. I know you're like oh, put that away. Y'all didn't y'all mad that BJ who was getting his ass beat by a naked man <laughs> literally. I was like. Wait a minute, BJ, what did it occur to you that you literally could have stomped and cracked this man's testicle? <laughs> well, he over? did eventually. 
Right. I was like, That's all you thank got you. Because I'm like, <laughs> uh, that would have been my first thing. This man is like, sir, do not go over to this house. And I was very confused about the room he was in. I'm like, it's not one of his children's rooms. Never step over someone. Never step mm-hmm. over someone naked when they don't want you there. Because as a exactly. man, that is like, you're going down. Because I was that very was confused about the room. Because I'm like, I don't think this is a bedroom. So where the fuck is he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. I wait. You mean when they caught him when he was jacking off? Yeah. Where was he? Was it? Because I'm like, he. Was, I, I think he was in the master bedroom. It seemed yeah, like he was in the bedroom. He was because I was. It didn't seem like it was a master bedroom. Because I'm like. Oh yeah, it did look like he was in another bedroom. He was just in another bed. No, you know what? He probably sleeps in a separate bed than his wife. They are not on good terms. So sure. I would not you know, be surprised. True. Yeah, I would not oh, be yeah. surprised if she makes him sleep in there because another she room. hates him. Yeah. She, she really him. does. It's like, I will take your money, but I fucking hate this guy. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. Absolutely. I'm glad we're 100%. here. Yeah, I I mean, I think the fact that we're going back to that just shows how like underrated the show still is to this day, because there's no reason for that action scene to have been as good as it was. Hello? Because I was like, didn't make I was sense. watching this show, I was like, Brandon, this episode mm-hmm. is, I was like, why is no one talking about this show? Because I'm like, this I, is like, it's starting stuff. to get, it's starting to get more buzz. Which I'm glad about because I'm like, I hope this is not the last season. I don't think it is, but who knows, child? Honestly, I'm like, because every time, I'm like, wait, what do you mean the last? What one of the best things about Twitter that's happened over the years is that, like, I did meet like a bunch of people who are all like me, like, not all like me, but like have mm-hmm. like interests. So, like, I right. have a lot of black followers that are like, was watching Succession, that's watching Righteous mm-hmm. Gemstones, that's watched, mm-hmm. you know, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Whereas, like, mm-hmm. I don't want to say the real world because I don't want to mean it like that. But like in my other friend group, like people I grew up with, none of them watch that shit. Like none mm-hmm. of them are watching those shows. But I get mm-hmm. online and all my Twitter friends are just dying off of gemstones on Sunday nights, which makes me feel so good. Yeah, because yeah, like, I, like how exactly. do you say this in real life? It's like online. It's like wait a minute, follow the hashtag. Wait a minute, you watch this too? But in real, but mm-hmm. I don't say I agree with you, Brandon. When you say real life is like. Yeah, people don't talk about the racist gem stuff. They really don't. Yeah, I just think it's also like a way to understand who truly like gets it. Because mm-hmm. if you, you know, like I have a friend who I really like. I really like this friend. But mm-hmm. she told me recently that she don't really watch TV. Oh. Wow. And I don't think she understood how much restraint <laughs> I had to have in that moment to not judge her and just really like, just really... I wanted to yell at her. I don't know why I wanted to yell at her. I wanted to defend TV. I wanted to let her know what she was missing in life. So yeah, I feel like for those of us who are like TV files and love everything we're seeing on screen or love creativity or creators ourselves, mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. a show like this, you understand you understand how like as someone who's written comedy, you understand yeah. how good a comedy like a good comedy, how valuable that is. You understand yeah. how good character acting is. Like the like I said this on another episode. Every player, every episode, sorry, every actor in this show has to play their part so well for the mm-hmm. other character. Like they have to all be in the universe together because if any one of them was like not being fully weird, the rest of it would look ridiculous. But because they're all playing the fuck out of their roles, it's like mm-hmm. this world, you're in the world with them. So anyway, I say all that to say, like, I love this show too. I'm so excited that we get the opportunity, like that we 
had the foresight, the thoughtfulness to be like, let's do this show. Um, yes. Yeah, like I'm, I'm excited for, I guess, uh, let me ask you, Stephanie, what do you think we might see the rest of this season? I really, hmm. I think we are not, even though he like won the fight, I don't think this is the end of Judy's non-sexual <laughs> entanglement, <laughs> which is like her non-sexual affair. I'm like, the hell are you talking about this like dry humping over jeans it's like girl if you want cheerio husband fuck the dude put his his penis need to be inside of you like what the hell i think we're going to see that i'm wondering if we're going to see um heath not heath kind of step up a little bit because he's so Mm -hmm. passive in a way that is like Mm -hmm. it's kind of scary him and bj kind of give off (laughs) the same energy is like he they gonna snap one of these days bj already snapped i'm waiting for keith i am waiting for this and i honestly think we're gonna get like a um what's the name of the episode um the a pilot episode of the bible bunkers thing and i'm gonna be so <laughs> fucking Please. here for uh, this i hope so i need, need a pilot i need the pilot i really do i really do please i'm praying but you know it's also awkward during strike time because you're like yeah because i'm like we want it but you can't make it but if you already made it please Mm -hmm. put it out Mm -hmm. no i think it needs to be part of this season i need i think it needs to be part of this season of like them shooting that show yeah oh think about it it's just like with the um with the strike is like that the loophole is if the scripts are already written and approved they can still put it Mm -hmm. out so it's kind of like if something big happened, they can't even do a rewrite of anything because yeah, we're on strike. Can't. And I'm like, so hopefully y'all had the foresight to put the ba- the Bible bunkers pilot. We should get it because I need to see it. That need to be either the penultimate episode or the finale. One of them. Yeah. No, I'm saying I want a whole real episode like we're on <laughs> Game Show oh! Network. I want, yeah, I want to see a legit oh, pilot. I want to see them do it to fruition. I want to see a fifth. Oh my God, yes. Chanel, yes. Yeah. I, I mean, how is it different than Eric Andre? You could have Walton Goggins do this as in like yeah, it have could be real a side come episode. on the show. Yeah, like one be, of my favorite oh my shows. God, is, yes. One of my favorite shows is Invincible. And yes. Invincible season two is not out yet. It didn't come out to like four. Did months you watch now. that prequel episode? I haven't finished it. I was like, Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. But they just put out a random prequel from Adam E. Just like it's an hour long, just like randomly. Just like, hey, here's a prequel episode. Like they could re- once the strike is over, they could film that, mm-hmm. just release it in between the seasons. Just be like, mm-hmm. just to re- yeah. like whenever they re- whenever they announce the date for season four. They could just be like, oh, we're announcing season four, and here's the episode of Baby Billy's Bible Bunkers. Because I know that shit would be absurd. <laughs> Ask yeah, me about I, that. Cause I was like, wait a minute, why is this random ass episode just hitting here? I'm like, I could have sworn Invincible's already supposed to come out. That's what I'm like, what the hell is this? It's coming out soon. I mean, the the season two uh trailer looks like we're ready. Like if you they put text in there, which I thought was really interesting, but they were like hmm. starring so and so, so and so. And then at the end, they're at the end, they're like, and also you guessed it, J.K. Simmons. Like they, they know what we want, and they are making it very clear. Oh, I've they... read the books. Y'all are not ready. <laughs> this, this shit gets insane. This story is fucking I insane. <laughs> wait, I'm not ready it's at insane. all. Um, before we go, also, oh wait, Brandon, did you say where you think we're gonna see the rest of the season? I want to know what's gonna happen with Eli not paying the money for the kids. 
because uh, they're not gonna let that shit go. Mm. No oh wait, by the way, that. did you notice in the um the next episode uh clip he goes Elijah like just no, watch it. Eli is Elijah. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> I didn't watch it, but I know they're gonna be mad. I know they're gonna be mad that he ain't paid that money. So I want to see how that plays out. Uh, and I really want to see if Jesse's gonna say fuck because Eli didn't pay the money. I wonder if he's gonna be like fuck it. I'm doing the I'm doing Amy Lee's hologram anyway. Uh, <laughs> interesting that because because yeah, yeah that would be weird if they just left that alone. But also they might. But they did kind of destroy it, so maybe that was them saying like we're not doing that. Oh, that's true. That's true. That's um, true. I mean, that was also a weird thing to see. Um, I definitely would love to see this the kids come together very much like succession where like they have to come together it's Mm -hmm. not a cheesy way of doing it and i feel like again i appreciate that they weren't like crying as soon as they thought they were dying they didn't just all start crying and like lose character they legit were still themselves but they also like in their own way got back to connecting so i would love to see them actually put together a good sermon that would mean a lot Mm -hmm. to me (laughs) to see them like actually do their job and then uh, i mean we already know jesse and amber are going to be tight she's not going nowhere although she could have a great divorce season i don't think they'll do that again um so yeah i just want to see them like fix those things i want to see bj and i, I want to say bj and uh judy stay together i'm not gonna lie i don't mm. think everyone should always stay with cheaters but i do love bj i want to see him on my screen um and yeah i want to see i want to see keith and uh keith and Je- and kelvin to find a relationship so i'm I, okay. I don't know if we'll get all that this season but i love that i love that seven episodes ago we had no idea where we were going like you knew about the militia but you didn't think they were going to kidnap them like you knew right. these things but you didn't see that coming you didn't see gideon being a hero again so thank you to this show for continuing to keep us guessing i have a question do y'all think we're going to get more flashback episodes because it's like the flashback episode sometimes it's like it helps um, it helps season the gumbo and then sometimes I'm like okay why are y'all showing us this I'm like it, it runs the gamut I'm like it's... half and half on them and I'm wondering if we're going to get another flashback of either Eli's side of family because it's like May May it's like okay so first of all I feel like we did not even discuss the fact that Eli has actual siblings because we didn't really see any of mm-hmm. his family now we're seeing May May and it's like then we saw May May and her husband but not Eli growing up and I'm what it's like if we see more of Eli's flashbacks fine but I don't think we need to see the ma- the maternal flashbacks no more it's only I, two I, episodes left it is so, it's two and it, okay. and it three left, they yeah. go to ten right that was seven I think it said oh. there's only nine this year oh, they did. Um, that would piss me off uh, I don't let, like let that me look. on TV soon July 30th oh you know next week they're doing episode eight and nine. So it's so the hour finale oh. next week. Oh, that makes me upset. Um, But yeah, I because th- I want 10 episodes, but um, just to, I think that they call those interludes. <clears throat> I think they only <clears throat> do one flashback per season because I was just looking at the old seasons and realizing okay. they do it in the middle every time. But by the way, I don't <laughs> think that, um, I don't think uh Eli always had siblings because remember the old season when yeah. they like showed him as a wrestler I don't think they had built out this idea yet so it's like that's why we didn't know that he had sisters because I think they're like mm. they're like what do we do for okay. season three let's give him a because they never gave us enough clarity to like 
say he does or doesn't have anyone so i think they do that on purpose to like create you know like bring in more characters um Mm -hmm. same thing with like baby billy right like we didn't we didn't see him coming because we didn't even know the mom so it's like they can just make up siblings um and now they can't make up any more siblings since he's in there um but yeah i think the last the last thing i want to say about that is that um I do think it's interesting because we know that he remember that wrestling thing from before. Like we do get some flashbacks. I really like that storyline. I really like that arc. It was like, huh? Yeah. I mean, this show is just amazing because they are what I saw on Instagram the other day, which is screenwriting advice of write a drama and then make it funny, and that's the way to write the best comedy, and that's what we have here. Mm. So all right. So before we get out of here, Stephanie, tell everybody where they can find you on social medias and your podcasts and all the good stuff. Well, I love this. Thank you so much, y'all, for letting me come and crash the party or coming to 10. I brought my own Tupperware because, you know, it's, <laughs> a, it's it's a melting pot and I love it. Um, The pot, only potluck I like because don't, um, I'm anti-potluck yep. at work. No, we're not doing that. We understand. We understand. Some of y'all don't wash your hands. I'm not doing this with you. Um, But you can find the Mocha Minutes podcast wherever you find podcasts, RIP to Stitcher, and I think also SoundCloud, but SoundCloud was never for podcasts. It's for rappers and DJs. Um on social media sure. facebook instagram twitter at mocha minutes um and i think that's everything but thank you so much y'all thank you thank you for being here so just remember you can email us at we was dragons pod at gmail.com we're not changing that email oh, we was <laughs> dragons pod uh yeah. we missed y'all emails it's been a couple weeks since we got one so send us an email tell us what you think about the season next week is Please. the finale so send us any theories that you have wow. uh, before the finale, the hour-long know, finale. Right? Uh, anything else you got, Stephanie, before we go? I mean, uh, I Chanel, cannot... before we go? Oh. Yes. Um, <laughs> please follow us across the socials. Uh, you have them in the link in the, sorry, episode description down there. Please follow Stephanie and subscribe to the Mocha Minutes podcast. Um, I wanted to say to anybody who's listening that understands this, I finished Yellow Jackets this week, and if mm-hmm. anyone would like to tweet me and talk about this show, I would like to, because it's like, it seems to be a good show, but then there's plot holes, but then you're like, it's such a different show, should I ignore the plot holes? And anyway, I'm like, I was on Reddit trying to figure out everything and just deeply obsessed. So, um, I oh, Brandon, because we talked about this show and how Melanie Linsky was nominated for an Emmy, um, and I felt like the two Black women should have been, just because of their their performance was that good um but yeah that, that's pretty much it i got i got that mm-hmm. to say nothing new i'm excited for next week and i'm upset that we have to find a new show in two weeks how are we gonna do that well oh, we gotta goodness. do the finale of hijacked so that's gonna mm-hmm. be coming up soon as well so we're i think episode six might be out tonight um <laughs> so yeah but, so but just know you have the power to tell us what show to do next if you do a good one we will be do that show it will happen so thank you everyone for listening uh we'll be back next week for the season finale and we'll talk to y'all later peace bye